Pan's only been here for an hour, so he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Lick it. God it's damn. true, dude. He has only been here for an hour. Dude, this guy's a dick. He was supposed to be here at 740. <laughs> and then he showed up at 840. And now it's 950. Yeah, but would you be upset, though? Are you still upset, though? But Because yes. I was... Yeah. Start yes. the fucking show game. <laughs> Everybody to Junction City Podcast. I'm your host Dan Martinez. With me in the studio today, Shane Forster, Oscar Mata, special guest, Oscar. special guest Oscar Mata, yeah, and first returning guest Colby Peterson, John Miles. Right. So if you didn't hear him, Oscar Mata is our first person to have back on the show. Yeah. So quite uh, an honor. Can we clap? Yeah. I'm holding the microphone. Uh, Never mind. Maybe I'll just add the sounds later. Episode 75. (laughs) (laughs) On today's episode. No Quaylusion. No no Quaylusion. Oh, that's what it is. No Quaylusion. Utah Sioux Big Pharma. Uh, But first. Oh, and we have. Weber County Commission. Weber County Commission. Lobbying for Weber County Commission. How's it working? Who's flying this thing? Right. But first, let's talk um, the sixth quintennial. Yeah, who went down? I didn't. I Junction thought I City was Podcast go. was there. Uh, they certainly were. <laughs> because I was there. How was it, Junction <laughs> City Podcast? Yeah, it was fun. Uh, we went down on Saturday, and I'll be honest, like, this is going to sound really lame, but part of the reason I went was because they had, so the sock shop on 25th Street, uh-huh. they had these, like, special Spike 150 socks, and I really wanted them. Wow. So we went down there and bought them. <laughs> Don't you oh think they're going to be yeah, around? Yeah, that sounded way more lame than, yeah. <laughs> than you were letting on. Yeah, it, <laughs> that's, that's part of the reason why I went. I actually had this on my calendar for a while and really thought I was going to go, but then I guess I thought to myself, like, we always have trains downtown in Ogden, and I could go when there's not a giant crowd, so. Same. I mean. Oh, yeah, I'll go see the I'll go see the train. I saw people when, No, you don't go see this train, though. No, dude, that train is yeah. gone. Well, that train. Yeah, that big train. Boy? Once you boy? see one well, like train, you see them down there all the time. Boy, yeah. Yeah. All the boy. pictures it people were posting, it looked just like all the other trains. Dude, it was massive, dude. No, it was massive. I really don't understand the hype. I mean, was it in the standard <laughs> that <go>. they said <laughs> that this is going to be just as big as the, as the Olympics? Was it? Well, that, <laughs> that's, that, that's Oscar said. Mata, everybody. Yeah. Oh, right. that's, that's what I thought. This is not claim. a big deal. Taking a dump on Spike Did, did, it, big, did it have Big did Boy it, on the side of it? It was in front. Did it feel as big was as the Olympics? B-O-I? Did we build a damn stadium for it? No, but that's did what Did we redo our said. freeways? Come on, standard. I know. Kobe, they're shitting all over this thing. Yeah, because they weren't there. Yeah, so no, they don't tell know us up. about the experience. So, I mean, so how did it, it inspire was, it's, you? It's lively. They're you like built community. Come on, John. It was fun. Hey, uh, they, I like community. They had a they had a bunch of um, so it was a little bit different than I thought they were going to set up the way that they do like Harvest Moon and stuff normally, mm-hmm. and it was set up a little bit differently that that stage that they normally set right next to between Lucky Slice and the barbershop. Yeah, it was huh. it was up further, closer to Grant, and there were just like I don't know, there were interesting things out there. 
school stuff. There wasn't as much like family kid stuff until you got down to Union Station itself. Then there was a lot more. There were a lot more things to do. They had a they had a documentary playing on the plaza, and I was thinking like, dude, why don't they show show more movies on the plaza out here? Like that could be yeah. really cool. Um, but they had that going the whole time. You could go in. Um, there were a bunch of the museums were all open and free for everyone to go in. Um, and then behind on the on the tracks near the platform, they had the two big trains, Living Legend and Big Boy. And so we went and saw Big Boy, and it was big. One point two million pounds, dude. It was huge. Oh, I thought Big Boy from Outcast was in town. I That's kept what I'm saying. Andre, Andre three thousand B O I on the front or B O Y? Yes, B O I. Oh, that's awesome. No, no, it's like, no. <laughs> dude, come on, white people, come on. Man. That's really cool. <laughs> what else is going? What else happened in Ogden this week? Shoot. Well, I was just thinking. Uh, I know some. Oh, go ahead. Off track, but those. What are the Twilight concerts? That's like got to be probably a second next week month, in right? June. Do they do? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It did. It, it usually. I think it's at the beginning of. I was June. thinking it was like first or second week of June. Yeah, you're right. And uh, the first one is Dylan Francis. I think it's first one. Did you yeah. guys, did you guys see the Lego movie, the second Lego movie? Yeah. You did? No. I did. You did. So you know the song, uh, the song from the new one? This song's gonna get stuck inside. Oh, the guy yeah, who wrote yeah, that yeah. song is coming. Oh, really? Yeah, that's Dylan Francis. You know, I feel kind of old because I don't know most of those bands. <laughs> well, Iron Wine's coming. I know that one. That makes me feel old. Why? Because old it's people listen to Iron Wine. Yeah, but I bought... No, they don't. Do you yeah. call me old, bro? Yeah, man. That's like sit in a bathtub yeah. with wine music. <laughs> that's not what I do, but John, right. you're more, more fancy than I thought. Yeah, that's what I do. With wine. <laughs> and candles. You never do that? Bro. He probably Bro. cries. He probably cries, dude. <laughs> it's like, John's trying to try and play it cool. But he's, in the, he's in the bathroom with wine. Sobbing? No, yeah, no. crying. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Whiskey, we yeah, found out. That's how you yeah. get out those emotions. Come <laughs> on, dude. No, the big news was um, Dame Lillard, right? Oh, man. Oh, that something Her? happened? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Tell me. Game seven. Yeah. Yeah. Th- so I'm yeah. so interested. Trailblazers eliminate the, the Nuggets and they go on to the Western Conference Finals. So and which team is Damien? Oh, the Trailblazers. The Trailblazers. Weber Damien. State's own. Weber State's own. Right. It's Damian Lillard, not Damon Lillard. The Great Dame. <laughs> the Great Dame. That's cool. John, you're just you're, she's being a troll, dude. She's just you being a troll. That's a real troll. question. <laughs> and being a troll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's Damian Lillard. Yeah, right. so so they so win this game. Uh, he's going against the Nug uh, the Nuggets, the Warriors, right? Yeah, yeah they're playing the Warriors in the conference finals. It's got to be. My guess is maybe Tuesday. Well, the question is, are we doing a Dame night again? Because that was awesome. That was fun. The Harp and Hound. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So Dan and his wife came. Cecile. We um, rode the we rode the scooter. Yeah, yeah I rode the scooter. That. Nice. that was pretty awesome. That was fun. If you guys haven't done it yet, you got to go do it. It's I, uh, it's super easy. It's cost me a lot of money. My kids are in love with it. Oh, nice. Last night they went down to uh, Five Guys, mm, had us drop them off, and then they rode the scooters home. Yeah. 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 It's smart blast. because they'll because after the uh, what is this after their little trial period. You, might, you might get some. You might get some scooters up by the school. They're at my house, house now. They leave the scooters at my house now. That's how much we're. It's riding. crazy how they've spread I out swear, around they, the city. They left two at my house. They don't. Night. They don't bring them. Uh, they don't. They actually. Up. They were dead. They came and took the two and then dropped two new ones off. Oh really? Charged wow. ones up at my house. Wow. Yeah. At your house outside the zone. 
outside I, the zone. Is it outside it, the zone? Oh, I, think I don't know. City uh, limits. I don't think no, no, no. Yeah, I don't think it's I outside mean, it's the zone. It's in the gray zone. zone. It's not in the official zone, right, but it's in out the in the gray zone. Oh, yeah. Zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're leaving them there because the uh, high school kids. Well, that's where everyone's been driving them and parking yeah. them. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so uh, to answer that question, Dan, yeah, Tuesday is the game. So probably by the time folks are getting this. So maybe the, the thing to do is look at the next game. Is but it semifinals now? This is finals. This is conference. Oh, it's conference. Fi- oh, conference, conference finals. Conference finals. I I will start uh, paying yeah, attention. Thursday will be, but oh, right about I got to work. Yeah, so. Lilliard. No, but I mean, <laughs> I watch maybe six basketball games maybe in a year, so I start on, around semifinals. We can maybe do one on Monday the twentieth, because I'm gonna, I'm not going to be around for any of the others. Oh. Uh, the other thing I was going to say to what's going on in Ogden, uh, we went we went to Good Company Theater, saw the children this weekend, invited John, and he gave me the digital middle finger. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he had got back from Disneyland. Yeah, no, he 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 and he and his wife were busy, but uh, but yeah, it was really fun. We, we, did, uh, we didn't get the invite, right, Shane? Yeah, that's kind of well. You guys don't theater. really have any. Culture, little, yeah, I mean, we we raved about the theater last time we talked about the theater. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of weird that we just didn't get a. We didn't well, get an invite. Dude, it was in Slack. <laughs> you were too excited, and <laughs> Shane was wasn't excited line. enough. Okay, <laughs> so you guys are gonna come to the next one. Probably not. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. The next one's gonna be good. Yeah, we've got friends in the next one. We do. Let's all go together, you yeah, guys. Yeah, let's go, JCP. It's about uh, homosexuality. I actually don't know what the next one's about. I'm pretty sure that's what it's about. Homosexuality. <laughs> let's <laughs> all go together. Yeah. Celebrating homosexuality, and I feel like let's we go. can all go let's together. Do good company yeah. always does a good job. They always Drink do some good mimosas. Just an idea. I think you can buy beers there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can buy wine too. I know you yeah. can take them there. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> you're that guy. Oh uh, yeah. Come on, yeah. Shane. Don't be Shane that guy. How do you not know this by now? Shane is <laughs> always that guy. Camel back under his teeth. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like yeah. sipping wine. And the thing is, like, the wine that he put in the Camelback came out of another bag. It's not a bad idea. Dude, oh my god. Oh, yeah. wine. You could stick a bag. <laughs> From a box right in the camelback. Yeah, see, just you know, and that way you don't have to rinse out the bladder later. You can just throw it away. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we should probably we should probably get uh, Mata in here talking about um, our our stories, right? So first off, actually, you know what, Kobe, I'm just gonna throw it over to you for these stories because okay. they made you. We talked about it in the pre-show, and I looked at you and I nodded. But man, <laughs> I was not, I was not, not that I wasn't listening. It just went right over my head. I don't deal with any of the insurance stuff. That's all my wife. She would probably find this interesting. She listens now on a regular basis. All right, wait nice. yeah. Seal, yeah. She does like I the show. Seal. Shout out, except for Shane. She doesn't like Shane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does. Shut she up. All right, me. we'll go. <laughs> <laughs> she tells me she likes the show. Yeah, yeah. Don't anyway. read too much. Yeah, don't read too much. Yeah, like that. what? what is <laughs> That's going to get cut from the show. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's not making it in. <laughs> Leave it in. Leave it in. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. go, uh, go ahead, Kobe. All right, so oh. the first story, yeah, is about, you know, no no coalition, right? So um, this last week, Attorney General Sean Ray has announced that Utah was going to be joining, I guess, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but it feels like, you know, like a clash action lawsuit, uh, a bunch of other states. I think Utah was the 44th state to get in on this lawsuit. They're suing uh, a, a number of big pharma companies. I think it's like close to 20 of them. And the idea here is that they they feel like they have evidence that these big pharma companies colluded to artificially raise the prices of especially generics to make it happen, and that way they could charge more money. You know, and, and obviously insurance companies don't pay all of that money, right? They, but they can negotiate down to a little bit higher price because they raise these 
prices on the drugs. So state of Utah, along with 43 other states, is saying that's wrong. We're going to take you to court, and we're, we're pissed off about it. So there seemingly was collusion between Big Pharma to make it more expensive for you to get your drugs. So Sean Reyes did a good thing. I, I'm, I wonder if they're going to be upset because they're a bunch of Republicans when they find no collusion. <laughs> well, they feel they've got it. They feel like they've got the evidence. But it's not against the law. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there's yeah, no law against collusion, right? Yeah. Well. well, so, I mean, I don't want to be a wet blanket, but we are the 44th state. Like, Sean Reyes was 44th out of 50 to jump on. Yeah, I mean, well, there were 43 other states before him right. to, to get in. And so I, I see what you're saying. Like, not such great leadership, right? Like, oh, this is a pretty safe bet when the, right. the, the overwhelming majority <laughs> of the country like is already on board. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, we're going to get in, too. And probably because they smell money. Right. You know, because, you know, if, if these 20 big pharma companies are going to be required to pay money out, obviously Utah wants to get in line for that, right? Cha-ching. Yeah. But so it's just generic <sighs> drugs? I think so, yeah. I think that's what it was about, that they mm-hmm. artificially raised the price of generics. Um. And so an- another interesting thing that happened, and I, I saw this from the story in the Deseret News, was that Mitt Romney introduces a bill in the Senate to tie the price that patients pay for prescription drugs to the, the price that the insurance company pays and not the list price. So if, if you think about it, like drugs have a retail price, right? Just like anything. So like manufacturers suggested retail price, right? But how often do people actually pay MSRP? Never. Like never, right? Like nobody pays MSRP, right? right. Uh, well, maybe Dan. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you can get lower. Wait, those <laughs> Wait, a better deal out You there? don't have to pay all that money. Say it's a thousand dollars for a month. Yeah. And then insurance companies negotiate like we'll supply that for eight hundred dollars a month. Well, it's usually. I mean, it's, right. it's usually a bigger discount. Okay, than that. bigger discount than that. Say, they come in and say, "Well, but, it, we'll we'll say we'll do it for two hundred. But if my and portion says okay, but if my say just for those numbers eight hundred, whatever. Yeah. So my portion is twenty percent. I'm paying twenty percent on the thousand instead of the eight hundred. Exactly right, and right. and that's kind of the way that it's set up right now. And so what Mitt Romney is saying is in this bill, hey, no, what people should be paying their their percentage should be based on what insurance companies pay, mm. not what insurance companies say the price should be or or what the pharma companies say the price should be. It should be based on what people are actually paying out, which would lower the price, right? Right. This is two weeks in a row that we've talked about something good that Mitt Romney's done, right? I feel like this is like four or five weeks in a row. I don't know if that's accurate. I feel like we are talking up Romney. Stop. John. There was him voting with us on the... uh, Oh well, he yeah, hear, the Senate. Right? You wanted to hear Mueller yeah. last week. We right. talked about that last week, but yeah. um, yeah, that's right. The 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 Senate's um, there were the two plans blocking the yeah yeah blocking his I national think he emergency a poster in our studio. No, I feel like <laughs> I'll bring on a week, bunch guys. of Romney I got lovers. No, we're not, dude. We are too. Oh we God. are we are reasonable people who are giving credit where credit is due. Okay. Oh, there we go. You're I right. like that. that disgusting moderates. That's what we are. Yeah, we're reasonable people. What kind of people are we? Model, what do you got to say? I mean, I'm 25. My parents pay my health insurance, so. <laughs> You're welcome. Bring, uh, bring, Kingslayer. Bring, bring me on. Thanks, Hillary and Obama. <laughs> bring, yeah. bring me on next year, and I'll have more to say. Yeah, he'll be more about health insurance because I'll be on my own. So, am I? I know. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> uh, 
But this isn't going to do anything about like the Martin Scarelli types who take something oh like the Oh my EpiPen. god, Pharma Bro. Yeah, right. Um, well, I love that guy. <laughs> I guess to answer the question, from what I understand, no, because like that guy could artificially raise the price. But I think that the lawsuit is going to do something about that because that's what that's what they're alleging, right? Is that like these folks worked together in these big pharma companies to say, "We're going to I'm going to buy this drug from you and then we're going to raise the price up here and you're going to get paid and then but, but it's a benefit right. to us too because we're going to raise the price by a 1000% or whatever it ends up being, right? And that's just what they have to pay. And and we're talking about generics, right? So it's not even it's not even designer drugs. Like we're talking about drugs that have come off of patent. Right. That uh, you know, presumably they've recouped, you know, the loss from developing the drug and others. Yeah, so we'll see. I want to talk Weber County politics. I've been uh I've actually been watching a whole bunch of the Weber County Commission videos lately. Good for you. I it's <laughs> it has been rough, I'll uh, be honest. I, I'm sure. But I want to make videos making fun of them, so I have to watch it for <laughs> clips. <laughs> Like, like a remix? Wait, do you want to be, oh, you wanna be like awesome. John Oliver? Like Are you going to do voiceover? Uh, I want to. I think we should do Mystery Science Theater. I oh. think we're going to put our silhouettes in front of it. The problem is there's not enough content to make fun of. They're just sitting there talking like a bunch of boring assholes. Can't you just make fun of like their looks? Yeah, well, I'm sure got, if I was... So far. Are you sure? If I was I think get like a conservative, there. not a progressive young man who doesn't judge people based on their looks. Whoa! <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, if you want entertainment. You're right. I want to make fun of them. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, but in watching all of those meetings, I feel like I I kind of, like I've tried to make myself go to those meetings in the past, and it's very hard to motivate myself when I don't really know how I'm going to participate. Yeah. Uh, or to even make the time, Tuesday at 10 a.m. Yeah, right. I've got to take the day. Yeah. I've yeah, got to take a break. They hold work. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Can we back up really quick? Okay, so. This is different than city council and all that stuff, right? What what yeah. is the Weber State Commission or Weber State Weber County Commission? I don't commission. Yeah. So I don't follow. Yeah, so the Weber County Commission, those are um elected officials um at large. I thought we went over this at the last podcast <laughs> when I was talking about how we're wanting to change the whole system. Yeah, but you were tra- the whole thing was I'm I'm glad to know I captivated <laughs> you. Um <laughs> But so, you know, basically what what it is, is they are the executive and the legislative branch of the county government. Now, the county government doesn't necessarily have oversight of established cities and towns. So the commission is essentially the mayor and the council for unincorporated areas like the Ogden Valley. (gasps) So they like South. There's a piece of South Ogden that's not incorporated. Well, so they they would be over that, yeah. you know. There's a lot of parts on the west side of the county, yeah. Um, and so that's why when you hear about some of the you know big, uh, big ticket items the commission is deciding on, it's you know whether or not to allow firearms near Pineview or to allow alcohol uh, up at Pineview. It's the whole you know gondola thing that's. Mm-hmm. Happening in North Ogden, but also reaching up to the Ogden Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, because Liberty's unincorporated mm-hmm. and Eden. Oh. So, you know, so, so they do that, but they also have some impact for people who do live in uh, incorporated areas. You know, they, they control the budget of where the money's going for the county attorney's office. The county attorney's office prosecutes um, murders and 
um, gangs, you know, gangs, um, arson, all that stuff. Uh, the assessor's office. So any person that owns a business or a house or any type of property. So every county has one of these. Yes. Mm. In some form, right? I, I don't know. I'm asking you. Well, yeah, so every county does, but it's not Shut necessarily, <laughs> like, a lot of, well, bigger counties will have it maybe set up, like, 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 David, like talking Davis about or Salt Lake County, they have their, not, not Davis, not Davis, but Salt Lake, what? Well, uh, and, and even, mo- Wait, basically every city Davis within Weber County, they will split up the <laughs> legislative and the executive functions, so most of them have mm-hmm. a mayor doing the executive functions and a city council, or in, like, Salt Lake County's case a, a county council of people who are kind of doing the legislative function sure. and then the mayor does the, the executive function but see John was paying attention I was paying attention too come on now but so, to you, so uh, you started talking about Brent Taylor and I was like <laughs> oh. I wonder if they're really going to put that big flag up there <laughs> <laughs> they're going to do it <laughs> you're just daydreaming <laughs> and that's fine <laughs> that's, uh, it'd be like uh, all kinds, I was honestly buddy. thinking of rush hour too you know how they Go I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Where are you anyway. going? <laughs> okay. Fuck, so, like, so but you so want to make fun of these guys. Stop all your heads. Yeah, in the fact that it only has three members, so it's very small, and it does both the legislative and the executive. I think that's very interesting. And I was going to point out that in a lot of incorporated places, like, say, Washington Terrace or Uinta, if they don't have the resources for something like, say, their own depli- police department, mm-hmm. then the county will fill in and the sheriffs will do the policing there for the cities. Yeah, so yeah, the the county uh, can, you know, broker some type of deal where most cities, like even West Haven, who some think is a you know, big and, and growing city, even they contract services out for the county sheriff's office. You know, and it's the county commission that determines the funding for the sheriff's office. But so, so those three guys decide on tax increases? Yep. Yeah, property yeah, that, tax. That was the, the other Wow. Uh, big issue that happened, I think, last year was when they increased uh, taxes. Does the commission have any control over what the cities do? Do they hold them like hostage with money? Um, they this hold funds. You know, I, I think that I had earlier because uh, that's the way I thought of it. You know, in my mind, the way that county government worked was that like you have the city level, then there's the county level, which is a layer over that, and then there's the state level over that, and then there's the federal level, but you know, after our preliminary talks today, Kingmaker is like, no, that's not how it works, actually. Oh, you mean like no, the city is accountable to the county? Yeah, exactly. And, and the county accountable to state? Yeah, no, you know, the county's more of a partner to the cities. Um, you know, now they could maybe, you know, hold over their head, you know, some money, right? You know, sometimes uh, there's some... Uh, well, it's like we talked about with some tax increment financing. It's like they want to work together to build this thing. And so they kind of work out how much of a cut the county gets and how much of a cut the city gets. Or they do the same with property tax. You know, the city is charging so much in property tax, but the county has its own property tax. And they do sort of work together in that way. They have, like, leverage, but not authority. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, the example I gave uh, I gave Colby uh, on our phone call earlier today is, you know, the, uh, the big food truck debate in Ogden City, you know. Ogden City had a rule that you could not have a food truck within 200 feet of an existing restaurant in Ogden. And that was because, you know, there's a lot of people in Huntington Street that control the mayor's office. But like I, at I, any I time? Like Caldwell, oh. they're not controlled by 
the business owners but, uh, on 25th Street. But but they, they have a lot of influence, right? It's the Kim and Pete Bouchards who don't want, you know what, because they've got to pay all those expenses for a building. Yeah. You know, they don't want someone around the corner selling, you know, whatever roosters sell. Um, you know, you've never, uh, been, uh, you've never been there. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The, the, the cheese curds are good, I guess. But, um, but you know, so anyway, their tacos are delicious too. Okay, chicken beer. Madeira, my beer, friend. Yeah, I like the root beer. It's really good. Yeah, the root beer is amazing. Yeah, it's really good. My fellow Mormon, right here. Yeah, yeah. root beer. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good stuff there. But that's right, right? Like, like you know, they have all these. They have all this overhead, and so in their mind, like, yo, you can't have some guy who's just rolling in with a truck. Who's not paying, you know, for the real estate of being on 25th Street? He's enjoying, you know, that same that same space for a time, and then he just bails, you know. And so, in yeah. their minds, it's like, yeah, we don't really want to do that. But yeah, and so you know, and so Ogden City was pretty strict on food trucks. That you know, and I mean, you know, think about it, like 200 feet. I mean, that's a big area, and there's restaurants everywhere in Ogden. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm you just know, thinking, so to yeah, not the have amphitheater. That, you have all kinds of events going on at the amphitheater that I know people want to park their trucks all around that mm-hmm. and that's got to be i don't know 200 feet maybe you're more than 200 feet from roosters what do you think yeah but then you've got all those other restaurants yeah. across washington boulevard you, yeah oh yeah side. you're right i mean yeah. it's everything but so you know so in 20 i want to say it was 2017 maybe 2018 you know uh, uh state uh law was passed saying that uh that municipalities could no longer um, make rules stating that a food truck could not be an area based on feet or distance. Um, and so that gutted, um, so that gutted the, uh, okay, sorry. So that gutted. I would say maybe supersedes that like that, that overrules any, any municipal law because the state made that law. Yeah. So so that's kind of the chain of command. So the following year, before you know because m- most every bill that gets passed in the state legislature takes effect January 1st of the following year so that kind of gives the you know uh, municipalities the cities sometimes the counties to get their business in order to make sure they're in compliance with the new law mm. and you know so so that was something that you know they couldn't go to the county and say hey you know county commission passed this law that says you know the cities can't do that and they can't uh they can't discriminate against food trucks it had to be done at the state level mm-hmm. yeah see i didn't i didn't understand that until today that that's kind of you know chain of command was that way me either yeah. <laughs> well, I and was now gonna, i completely understand how much does a commissioner yeah. make Weaver county what is it 150,000 150,000 so we, we're spending 450,000 for those three guys yeah yeah a year what about that's their wage or their benefits and no, everything no, no 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 that that is their salary 150,000 roughly i i think there is something with if they if they're there a few years maybe it goes up seven grand um <gasps> but and then but when you include benefits, it's close to over two hundred thousand dollars. Do you have to live so did the here? Commissioners to do that? give up. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, Davis County. You know, you're so gonna have to. Commissioners give up their other jobs or other businesses to, to have that, or are they running them? I mean, most of the. I mean, it's a full time job, but you know, you have. I mean, Gage Brower still has his his real estate company. Oh, that's cool. Carrie Gibson had the Gibson Farm still running. You know, Jan Zogmeister had her. Uh, her national batteries store still running, and so, 
I mean, um, a lot of them are uh, our business owners. James Ebert, who was the commissioner right before Frower, was a police officer for Riverdale, and so he had to step down from that position, but that's because he was making a lot more money. On the commission. As a commissioner. Wow. And so, so I man, I don't know. I watched those commission meetings, and 150K seems pretty generous. <laughs> I well, mean, <laughs> well, one of my questions was because, you know, like we've talked about, what you see in the commission meeting is kind of like the legislative piece, you know, because there's the motion, there's the mm-hmm. approval, all that good stuff. But then there is also this administrative piece, like where they, they separate the different functions of the county to the various commissioners, right? And so, yeah, I mean, yeah, Kingmaker, how do they how do they break name? that up? Sorry. Um, yeah. So, so basically, what it is is, yeah, you know, if you think about it, um, a commission form of government is, uh, you know, anyone who's who ran a business, a commission form of government doesn't really sound like it works because you have three people that um, are involved in politics having the same amount of, of power as right. the other two. Right. So, um, so typically, what they do is they assign departments to a specific commissioner. They'll say, "Okay, you know, uh, this commissioner will be over over the the human resource department. This commissioner will be over economic development. This commissioner will be over uh, administrative services." And so, so they do separate it um, like that, and they try to respect that. Well. You know, if someone has a problem with HR, well, okay, you need to talk to this commissioner because that's their, that's technically their department. But really, they've got the same power as the other two. And what? you know, and, and and sometimes that works when you have a smaller county, and that's what the commission form was really meant for when Weber County was more was you know farm. Right, right. You know, then that's fine. But now, which goes back, you know, I'm throwing in my you know props to Weber County Forward. That's why we're trying to do this yeah, is because only there was like a nonpartisan group group that was just trying to reform the government. Put a question on the ballot for twenty nineteen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, full circle. That's what you were talking Speaking about. Of it, no, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got you know we'll we'll do a quiz at the end of this. Yeah. Oh man. Um, oh man. Yo but I'll see you next Kobe. Yo, but, yo, but that's why we're really looking to see well okay you know maybe weber county is big enough and there's enough departments that we now need a sole executive whether it's uh an appointed county manager or whether it's an elected mayor um and then you have the legislative um you know branch because if you think about it i mean the one thing we can all you know republicans and democrats you know the one thing we can agree on that the founding fathers you know their overarching concern was too much power and you know the you know some of the basics you learn when you get into you know our founding fathers american revolution our constitution is checks and balances well there's no checks and balances on the commission because you know uh commissioner frower has just as much power as commissioner uh you know jenkins on everything and so you do get this type of you know well it's not really three people running the commission. All you need is one other person. Yeah, it's the two-person alliance that exactly. runs it. Exactly. Yep. And then, just like Survivor. Exactly. <laughs> Survivor. Survivor. Um, Team but, Devin. But be real. Like, who watches Survivor? 
Me and Oscar. Yeah. You guys like the only two guys in oh, Weaver yeah. County? No, get out of here. Weaver County. That's true. Oh. It's a, it's a there are like season There is a. There are two survivor contestants that live here in Ogden. Actually, in Roy. Roy is a great place. One of them is one of the yeah. best competitors on the game. So let's just—he's actually on the show right now. Ogden guy on Survivor right now. How have we not mentioned that? Who I don't know. Who's the guy? The guy because that's really good name, at challenges. What's his name? John. Yeah, because no huh? one cares about Survivor. Who's the, the guy, guy that's really good at I challenges? I know, right? The Ogden Devin? guy. That's all he's got. No, 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 he doesn't no. even know Damian Lillard's name. He's been on Exile he's for like thank ten you. weeks. Come on, John. They vote him out early because he's great. It doesn't matter. You guys, Survivor. <laughs> you guys, you guys are all dicks. Yeah. You should pay attention to politics first and Survivor second. <laughs> so none of these commissioners the talked Batman. What? <laughs> this is st- what a stupid, true, no, stupid position. Wait a minute. There's no Gordon, dude. <laughs> no none of Gordon, the county commissioner. <laughs> no, he, he was a sheriff, basically. Yeah, police yeah. commissioner. Uh, yeah, he was a police right. commissioner. Yeah. Oh, uh, wait, we're yeah. not talking about. Oh, no, get no. out, no. Mike. I don't want to hear we're about that. that. <laughs> right. Yeah, good. So, so that was kind of helpful to me. And so, I mean, the way that I understood it is, if if there's a beef with the way that your city is being run. And for example, you wanted to see, you know, a law change that, you know, the place to go really for that, if you can't, if you don't see any movement within your own city is take it to your state legislators and potentially run something up there. Like something that I was thinking about, you know, after we chatted today was, you know, for for example, like the, the, the bag band, right? People, people that, you know, maybe some folks who live in Moab don't like the fact or Park City who don't like the fact that they ban plastic bags in those cities you take that up with the state legislator and say, hey, we don't like this. We want you to ban banning bags. Yeah. And that was actually a bill that was up this session. I don't know if it passed or not. It didn't. Okay. But, yeah, no, that's that's exactly the case. Because I, d- I did bring it up with my, my state representative, Kyle Anderson, because I thought, this is really weird. Like, why are you going to be, a, like, this is the exact opposite of local control. And I can't remember. I think... I think he just said that, like, he's like, I, I, I think it's fine. I'm going to vote for it. Yeah. You know what that sounds like? A thumbs down. Yeah, that's a thumbs down, all right. <laughs> well, you know, and I would say with it being uh, a municipal election year, you know, you could try to lobby one of your state's uh, representatives or senators to push a bill for you. That's pretty complex, but... You know, getting out and voting, knocking on a few doors for a candidate you like, um, or knocking on doors, um, bashing on the candidate you don't like. Um, that can make a real impact. You know, you get some of these municipal races being decided by, you know, less than 100 votes. Yeah, literally a handful of votes. Yeah. You know, because that happened in Roy two years ago, right? Wasn't uh, there a race that was like 30? Oh, yeah, I knew that. Dude. Uh, it was the, the Pleasant View mayor. Oh. Uh, Toby Molesky ended up the incumbent ended up losing that seat against uh, Leonard Call, uh, but that one they had to do a recount. No, there was one in Roy too, though. Yeah, there was one in Roy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, was, it, was, same, uh, uh, it was. I think wasn't it between? You got a weird forehead. Jan Burrell and um, yeah. and uh, <laughs> what makes a weird forehead? Look, you got I mean, Jan Burrell because like his got, eyes he were. He probably likes our show. Like I'm trying to even imagine a weird forehead. Foreheads no. are always doing the same thing. <laughs> does, it, does he know he's the weird forehead guy? No, he doesn't <laughs> know we're talking about him. Podcast, it's like, like, oh, the guy yeah, he doesn't. Know. Roy with the weird forehead. Unless he's self-aware enough <laughs> to hear that and be like, 
That's me. <laughs> Damn it, Daniel. Like, oh. I must be some other guy that lost the clothes. I'm the weird forehead in the world. He's like, no, that's not me. That's not me. My forehead's fine. Saxton. Brian Saxton. That's Saxton. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, I did. Why, Kobe? Why? You can always edit it out. I'm editing that out. He knew. I just, I Everybody would drive, knew. I would drive oh, down to church and he, his face would be on all these posters. <laughs> and I would drive by and be like, this guy's got a weird forehead. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we decide around here. Yeah, okay. you, you look if, like trash. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm not going to vote for that you. guy. Warren G. Harding looked like a president. Vote for him. Honest to God, yeah. that's, why, that's like half the reason I tell candidates not to put their faces on signs. Because One, they're goofy looking? Because they're goofy looking. <laughs> they're goofy. But, but the, the reason I give them is all you're asking is just for some kid to draw like something stupid on the That's face. true. <laughs> like, draw a joint in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Face. Like, dick, dick you're a last face. name and partially a first face, name. Yeah. I mean, like a teenage John Miles or an adult John Miles <laughs> driving by, seeing a face on a sign. He's gonna vandal. Oh, I, I kind of, I, if John Miles ran, I feel like his, he would put his face on these signs, and it would be that face where it's like, and it would work. You know that? <laughs> and that it would work. He's, like, he, he's looking big at big eyes, mouth open. Eyes, mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> like vote for me. You know what's gonna happen. <laughs> it's coming your way. <laughs> Dan's the only one here who's seen actual campaign literature from me oh, with my true. stupid face on it. <laughs> I want to see that campaign literature. It's not. No, around. he looked. He looked. The I look terrific. I wore a t-shirt. My hair wasn't done. It was excellent. <laughs> Wait, what did you run for? Union leadership. Oh, for union leadership. Union okay. leadership. Okay. That's right. Did you win? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, he did. Let me tell you John what. John was out of politics. I was the Wait only. Wait a minute. That was not. No, okay. I was the right, only candidate that actually made it through an election where all four other offices were challenged and that whole election was reran, except for my office. Because integrity. Thank you, guys. <laughs> and tough and balance. Yeah. <laughs> Donald's had a win. <laughs> you know what? Hey, running an election is fucking hard. No, no. election? Or, yeah. uh, what is, yeah. what did I do? It was an election. No, no, it was an election. You were an election. Uh, an election. Yeah, yeah. you that ran was, an election. Man, that was shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Weaver Elections. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they got great social media, and we love what they do, because they do a good job. They do. Yeah, no, yeah. Elections are hard. How bad People will complain about that, everything. You know what? That's yeah, okay. I was you like, no, I have zero this confidence. This is a good segment in to, move, to move into our thumbs up and thumbs down. I'll give a thumbs up to whoever runs the election. Ricky Hat. Pinky's up. Ricky well, Hatt. and then uh, who's the elections guy? Uh, Ryan Crowley is the election yeah, director. Yeah. yeah, good for them. Yeah, they do a good job around here. Yeah, it does, they don't get challenged, right? Well, I mean, they probably. Ricky Hatch uh, is the one that's up for election, and he doesn't get challenged. People no, no, like I him. mean, but the election um, results. Oh, election results challenge. don't get challenged. So who else has got one? So I, I'm seeing Shane's I, face, and he's like ready. I'm going to go with the pinkies up. I was deciding on a couple thumbs down, like, why Dan's late 45 minutes for every fucking show. It was an hour. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, why we start every that. show two hours late. Okay. While, why are we recording during Game of Thrones? We, we didn't record during Game of Thrones Next this week time. Next we, we are. Look yeah, at what yeah. did you hear? Because no, we're recording after. Uh, if you Bill can Nye. see how Bill Nye. he is okay, right no, now. Bill <laughs> Nye, the science guy. Remember when you guys didn't go see him a oh, few weeks ago? Yeah, well, sorry. I had to go it to work. Like, My bad. So he was on John all over the other night, right? Oh, okay. And here's the... I'm going to read a quote from him. I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to read a quote from him. Spoiler. Jeez. Well... 
Maybe you gotta just wait till next week when this doesn't Spoiler matter, Dan. Science, bro. All right. Here's a quote from Bill Nye. By the end of the century, if emissions keep rising, the average temperature on Earth could go up another four to eight degrees. What I'm saying is the planet's on fucking fire. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot we could do to put it out. Are any of them free? No, of course not. Nothing's free, you idiots. Grow the <laughs> fuck up. You're not children anymore. I didn't mind explaining photosynthesis to you when you were 12, <laughs> but you're adults now. And this is an actual crisis. Got it? Safety glasses off, motherfuckers. <laughs> Dude, mic drop. I that. <laughs> like, That's pretty dang. great. Mic drop great. on that. So yeah. I watch John Oliver. Pinkies up. Well, you Bill know Nye. What? I was going to go a thumbs down for having to pay for plastic bags in California because I was really mad. No, oh, dude. Over an, I mean, I feel like I should be able to show an out of state ID and be like, come on, I'm oh, not going to pay Oh, you're my damn reusable bag. Uh, do you know where I'm no, from? Seriously, yo, do I you, carry shit out Linda of the grocery store. Right now. I am riding an Uber to a Walmart to buy some groceries and get back. I don't have bags. I don't want to pay 40 cents a bag. But that's not what I'm talking about right now. Because I'm going to go, I got to say, I love what Ocasio-Cortez has been oh, saying yes. oh, about yeah. Biden and his climate change thing, because on that, I agree. We can't squabble over climate change. That has to be an unequivocal, we are going to fight this. And so on that, I agree. You know what? You can be, there are certain issues that we can go back and forth on, but climate change is an immediate need and... Biden either needs to change or get out. Or get the fuck out. What did you guys call me last week? Uncle Joe? Uncle Joe, that's what I was calling him. But I, you also I, call I, him Uncle, Uncle Mitt, Joe. right? Uncle I call him Uncle I mean, you're well, calling everyone up. Here in... Yeah, I, I'm just calling... Just wearing an extra July shirt and tie this You guys going to be calling him the nominee. Oh, the keymakers are behind us. Because the establishment that's is behind disgu- it. That's no. what you want to throw up in my no, mouth. He is, and he can win. You know what? He what? can win. Who gives a shit? Like that. That's the you shit. Don't, this is the shit that bugs me yeah. about a stat, quote unquote establishment right. Democrats. Like I'm gonna vote on who can win. Right. Like, what I read the something. Fuck give is me that? your candidate that's what beat, the fuck. Give me your candidate that? that's winning Michigan. I don't give a yeah. fuck if she can't uh, win. Fucking win, win Michigan. Can't do Pennsylvania. No. You can't win Florida. You don't. I don't give a fuck you, who you are. No. You know what? I read something today that said. Uh, how did it go? When we are voting for somebody based on their electability instead of voting on the issues, they're then valued. we're basically pundits instead of exactly. voters. Exactly. You're not, you're not a fuck. You don't get paid by CNN, motherfucker. Don't worry about that <laughs> shit. What's going to happen? Yeah, we have to be a political scientist in order to vote? No. We should pick somebody who's right on the issues no. and get behind them. There's mm-hmm. 8% of people that decide every election. And if you get Elizabeth Warren, 6% of that eight is going to vote for Trump. Well, hang on. She is appealing to those people. Exactly. Didn't yeah, you just hear she was out in the Midwest and the Trump supporters were loving her? Loving her. Because why? Populist no, economics. I, that's why. Trump has proven that that he can get under Warren's skin way too easily. What? Yeah. yeah. What, uh, what are you talking about? He did get oh, her I don't to know. release maybe, that. Maybe the DNA test results that right. she, where were the fuck were you? nobody's released, even talking about that and shit she released, except for people that okay, are like hell. against Elizabeth Warren a, a year on from, her same side a, a year like from now when they're debating nuts, it's man. gonna come up every fucking two minutes yeah, yeah. no it's Here, all that Trump he, will talk about yeah so that, Here, here's fine, Pocahontas him, Pocahontas why, why is Pocahontas. that what, and what's wrong with that let him talk well, about no, that well no what's shit wrong with it is that she got triggered 
and did the DNA test and released the student yeah. application. Yeah. Warren Warren she, was making Trump drive her decision. Last and that's year. the last thing you want. She's pushing all these November new, of last year. Yeah, and, and it's last shit. year when she's been prepping for this for two to four years. Like every time the, her, the polls come out and she drops another two points, she comes out with some great bomb that's like, you know, free college yeah, or, or no, yeah, get student, rid of your student loans. She is still winning on the policy debate. Yeah, I feel like a, every if she's if she's pushing policy and he's pushing Pocahontas, fucking game. Game match yeah, that set. What Oscar that really Warren, Warren, because right that there. Yeah, what that's exactly no, no, what no, no, Hillary no, 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 did. Getting distracted from the policy and focusing on the Pocahontas. But, she but won't, she's but not. She's though. not doing that. She's not. That's she's what not, she, did she did with the DNA she test. She did it, and it's done. Trump. There's Trump nothing else that she can bring back. If he's going to come back and bring that, people, six to eight percent. That's all that fucking matters. Biden. Biden is driving the right message. This motherfucker right here. Why? Why are you sitting here? Go. Go work for CNN or MSNBC and be a fucking political yeah. All you care about is that six to eight percent. You don't even worry about. The I, shit don't, give fuck about your, your, I don't, don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck about you, motherfucker. No, like, I, go worry about yourself. You can and keep vote fucking yelling, but that's what fucking happened last time when we didn't go to Michigan because we didn't give a fuck. That right? was uh, oh my god, that was fucking Hillary's message. And it up. wasn't Michigan. It was how many people besides, did we need? And, and didn't we two percent? Okay, wait, 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 Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Florida, North Carolina. Didn't Bernie do better there than Hillary did? Why is that? Mm. No, I wonder why that no, is. I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, no, please, I'll, I'll tell please you why. drop that shit, Kobe. Please. I'll, I'll tell you drop why. Mix shit, mix caucuses, it right now. Popular economics. Bernie Sanders yeah. did better in states that had caucuses versus primaries. Primaries have have You're a larger gonna, voter gonna, turnout. Are you gonna sit here and tell me right now that the DNC didn't screw Bernie over? They definitely did a lot to hurt him. I don't oh think they God. cost him the nomination. They didn't cost him. No, they. Oh my God. Kings Kingslayer, really? No. He wasn't gonna win. Kingmaker. Hey, hey, one thing I do I gotta point out about the Kingmaker though: the Kingmaker went as a delegate in 2016 to to Philadelphia and represented. He, he voted for Bernie. That's true. Look at you go. And he did it. See, I did. But, but he's a moderate. Why was because I saw the momentum he had in Utah. I thought it would help down ticket races. Um, but I think look Biden, what that shit did, and that made you jaded. I bet, and that's why you nah, come here, he's a moderate. Uncle Ben or Uncle, Uncle what's Joe. Joe. Biden Joe is Biden. running the message that has always worked for Democrats: fighting for the middle class and economics. Not to the point that Warren and Bernie Sanders, you know, free college tuition, or you know, is it Gillibrand that's saying? Every voter should get a thousand dollars that they can donate to any candidate they want. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's election that's, reform, that's, dude. I mean, that's I do. too extreme. What Biden is talking about is, you know what? You shouldn't get everything for free, but it should be a lot easier. And that's the message. That that's not what Biden's saying. That. Yeah, that's, that's not what, Biden's saying what he said. Biden is not saying that. He <laughs> said, "Suck it <laughs> up, millennial." He's saying, yeah, yeah, that's yeah exactly he's saying, what he said. "Oh, come on, do it. I did it already. Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with you guys?" No. Yeah. I don't want to. That's a bunch of malarkey, you know. You guys just need to buck up. That's what I got from Uncle Joe. That's exactly what I. So, got from Uncle Joe. are you not going to vote for Uncle Joe? Not in the primary. No, Hell I mean, no. No, you so if he's going up against Trump, are you voting for him? Not in the primary. No, because no. because Absolutely that speech not. right there just nope. got just won over fifty year old. Who's swinging? Those are the people that fucking matter. They're the people that fucking vote. Yeah. Well, they're the people that vote in the places that matter because everybody expects yes, Trump are. to get beaten in the popular vote, but to perhaps win the electoral college. So 
my three vote, states that okay, matter wait, in the next what election is like, mm. my vote doesn't matter. Yes, don't correct. worry about it. There's going to be six to eight people that are going to six to eight percent of people that are going to make this election happen. Your vote, don't fucking worry about it. Your vote Stay matters, home but you don't have to don't, vote for yeah, president. Get the fuck Dan, out of here. There's six to eight percent of people that will sway their vote right now. That's it, Dan. Don't That's vote it. for president. Nobody else is like swaying Trump or matter. somebody else. Not matter. There's you 68% need people to vote out there that still. will swing their vote. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Everybody else. They, and it's Biden's not, not our vote. Everyone in Utah should stay home. I mean, should just not <laughs> vote for president. Don't vote for Here's president. Here's what I'll say, though. If Joe Biden is the nominee, like the Kingmaker says, in the summer of 2020, he has my vote. Right. Period. Yeah. I like it can't Biden. be Trump. It can't be Trump, guys. What it can't be Wait, well, is okay. the, Dan, oh, what sorry, it can't ahead, be is the ten percent of people, ten percent of ballots in Michigan had no vote for president. Okay. That's what it can't be. So well, that's stupid. So let me ask you this then, really quick. Biden's on the Biden is on the Democratic ticket. Okay. In the general or in the primary? In the general. Okay. I heard an argument. Why? Why not Green then? Why not go Green Party? Why not vote Green Party? Why would you in, vote in, Green? Well, because you go, you vote Green Party. In the Utah, more votes they get, the more funding they get to oh, have great. a third party. Why this election is a great time party? to worry about Green Party That's funding. That's what happened last time. Just, yeah. <laughs> That's what happened last time. Why the hell do you want the Green Party to be funded more? So you For get more, more crazy. So you get more voices. See, more. We we live I don't, I don't we know. live in a two party system. Right. Right, and, but see, here's my. I I, I know I understand that our vote is gonna go Republican. It's gonna go to Trump. Why not put my vote to somebody else for some for other in the state of money Utah. in the state of Utah? Yeah, in a one where a Democrat can't win. Right. So I'll be yeah, honest. That's that's exactly in. what I did in '16. Like Ooh. I I voted. Oh for, shit! I voted for Stein, and it was for this exact reason. Well, what Dan's talking about right oh, here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was you know so, so, so they could have you voted for Russian Stein? Yeah. So I voted for it just so the Green Party could potentially have ballot access. It's like yeah, what yeah. the heck? Why not? I've pushed that before, and I really <gasps> do genuinely think you're in Utah. Your vote for president doesn't. Yeah, matter. because I mean, I mean, really, the, the the race in Utah was between McMullen and Trump, right? Like that right. was that was the the wild card. Is McMullen going to be able to get enough votes to keep the state from Trump? Otherwise, it's going red. It's going to Trump. But overall, I mean, I mean, it w- it would be if you're in Michigan, lift. you're in Ohio, yeah, you're in Pennsylvania. I mean, you you should not vote green. It it would be a huge lift in Utah, but I mean. Right now, Trump's approval rating in the state is 37%. That yeah. is not good when you've got an election coming up. Yeah, dude, but they'll still Next vote year. for him, bro. Yeah, and you know they it because he's got bro. the R. Not if you have someone moderate like Biden yeah. who Republicans wait, can't wait, wait. stomach. Are, are you telling me that you think Utah. that Biden will turn Utah blue? Well, you say that right now. That's not, not, not that it would turn Utah blue, but I think we have a better shot at that than... Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren? I'll tell you right now, you're wrong. You know why? Because why? Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, those guys are stopping in Utah. Biden ain't, you ain't going to see fucking shit from Biden here. Yeah, Not you might. I, I, I don't you know. You might see Biden, Biden here. Biden stopped, real? Biden yeah. stopped you think you see Biden? Biden yeah. stopped in Utah three yeah. times in 2012. Biden has Utah ties. Um, yeah, as the vice know. president, though. Not as yeah, the nominee. Yeah, not as the nominee. Well, no, no, no. When, when he was campaigning in 2012. For Barack Obama and himself, Barry yeah, o. but like not at the top of the ticket. 
I, 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 you're, you're gonna see, and I mean, this is just my guess, but you're gonna see more of the nominees stopping by to visit Utah because Utah. So Utah used to be the last state to vote in the primary. So like it was already settled before. You think that. because they moved up, now yeah, they moved it come. up to yeah. Super Tuesday. And you've got a lot of other Western states. I believe Arizona, Colorado, and California are also there. So I, my guess is going to be you're going to see a lot of the nominees showing up because the nomination's definitely not going to be settled by Super Tuesday. And they're going to be visiting the Western states anyways, and they're going to try to get as many delegates yeah. as they can in places like Utah. But I will say... What do we have, five delegates? No, we will have 39. Okay. Um, oh, it was way off time. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I had no idea. How I, just threw I, out an over. I just wanted the answer. That's how you ask right? questions, buddy. <laughs> but going back to the voting, I really see so you're saying 37%. I don't see very many people flipping to vote Dem. They're not going to go, I'm sick of Trump. He disgusts me. I'm going to vote Democrat. But what they not will do is not vote for yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. That's why Biden, if he just plays moderate, can win the election. Because I think a lot of people are sick of Trump, and they're going to say, "I don't like Biden. I'm just not going to vote for Trump." Like, but here's my thing, man. So, like in '16, there was a lot of energy on the left for candidate Sanders, right? We saw a lot of, you know, the Kingmaker and I volunteered that night for Caucus Night. It was crazy. You know, we were there, you know, taking ballots until 11 o'clock, and then the kingmaker stuck it out and went home and went back to the county party offices and counted those ballots. Yeah, don't say I went to my home. Yeah. Like no, no, no. He, went, he took that box no, no, no. of ballots home. <laughs> no, he <and then laughs> counted over to the county party offices, yeah, and then, and then continued to work. And overwhelmingly, you know, the support in Utah was, was for Sanders, and right. there were a lot of people that showed up. And so, like, you talked about in 16 about how it – you know, because of the energy, it potentially could help the down ballot candidates, right? I get what you're saying, right? If if people aren't going to vote for Trump in Utah, then you know, then that can at least help Biden because they may leave that that box blank on their ballot and go elsewhere. But like, if I'm if I'm talking about winning elections, and especially if we're talking about Weber County politics, I want a candidate who is going to excite people and bring that energy so that it, we get more people coming out and voting for the down ballot candidate instead. Um, but 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 the other thing too, the other thing too that I I totally would have would have agreed with that statement uh, that you made, Colby, and in, in 2016, and that's why I was you know a big supporter of Sanders was you know this is momentum. Prop two ruined that for me because you had people showing up voting for Prop two and nothing else. They don't care about the down ballot races. Yeah. If you had the same number of people that voted for Prop two vote for Dina Froer in House District 8, the only candidate that said they would have supported Prop 2, Dina would have gotten 54%. She got 49%. And you had, um, and and Dina lost by 214 votes. You had 312 voters that only voted for Prop 2 and nothing else on the right. ballot in House District 8. Mm. So I think there, so I, I was this, I thought the same thing. But Prop 2 really made me think those energized voters, those young people that typically don't vote, but they'll show up for Bernie Sanders. Honestly, if he's the nominee, I think they're going to 
you know, vote at the top of the ballot, Bernie Sanders, and leave the rest blank. Right. They're because totally the, they're, unreliable. They're, they're not. They're not party supporters. Why? Why? Why should they be? Well, why should they be? Because here's my thing. The DNC fucked a lot of people, sure. and and here in Utah especially, because overwhelmingly went to Sanders, but our super delegates right voted for Clinton. Like, no. What? So what the fuck was that? Hey, about? Okay, hold on. Sorry. Let, let me just address. Go ahead. So. Um, no. So with, um, here in Utah, uh, Sanders ended up getting about 81% of the vote. Okay. Um, the way the state party divvied out. So for delegates, you have district delegates and at large delegates. But like for me, I could only run as a Bernie Sanders delegate. It's only super delegates that can pick and choose what candidate they support. Right. So the, the state party divvied it out where um, where Sanders had 79% of the delegates. And you had our super delegates, being our DNC committee woman, uh, Patrice Arendt, DNC committee man Wayne Holland, uh, state party chair Peter Caroon, and state party vice chair Breanne Miller. Bre- so Miller and Arendt, they were Clinton super delegates. Holland and Caroon were Sanders delegates. People got freaked out because they said, "No, you know what? The super delegates should support the will of the uh, of the voters." Well, if Arendt or Miller would have flipped their vote to Sanders, that would have given him eighty-five percent or something like that. That it would have given Sanders a higher percentage than what he got versus the one percent fewer than he got in the primary. If that makes sense. Okay. So so, uh, so 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 Bernie got exactly the the percentage that he deserved in the state of Utah. But I think the problem with that is that like while you're right, like it it evens out the way that they did it, and they were trying to be equitable. I think that what they missed was the optics of it, yep. right? Because that's it right there, because that's what folks focused on, right? I didn't, yeah, no, you you telling me now, you know, like oh that makes sense now, but back then, but like, like that wasn't but communicated. Like his optics were more so. affected by national politics than local. Like here locally, they were like, eighty percent voted for the for Sanders, and eighty percent of your national delegates are voting for Sanders. Nope. I'll tell you right now. I no, that message nope. was not communicated. Mm-hmm. Well, right. I feel like you were hearing the national narrative. No, it was here, dude. Like no. people were like pissed that yeah. we had we had more. Oh no, we didn't have the what was it. Three of our, our you just said right. You just said it. Three, yeah, we should three. have had all three voting for Sanders, and then the, the other two. So that yeah, would have been no, a hundred. So that would have been so, forty-five. So, so that's the problem. But I don't know if it's so much optics or also voters not understanding but the my, process because you you do have you know so they were just focused on the super delegates and saying no super delegates need to match what what the vote was and right. and three of the four delegates would have been 75%, which is closer to that 80% of what Bernie got versus the 50-50 split. But the super delegates did the 50-50 split, one, because they supported those candidates, but two, because it allowed the overall delegate uh, percentage to be closer to that 80%. And so is it the state party's responsibility in an election year? 
to educate the thousands of first-time birdie Absolutely. people? Why are you so disgusted? We, we, you just we, found we, out you're we wrong, don't have Dan. The Relax. Relax Absolutely. the eyebrows. No. Absolutely. <laughs> No, we, no, no, no. That, that, that right. falls right on that well, falls on the on the Democrat. So the Democrat I think that, I think though that like it it I get what you're saying. Like, why is it their job? And, and I'm with Dan. Like, well, it is their job because that's that's what you're supposed to do. And like, if you want to retain those voters, that's what you have yep. to do. You and there's your prop two. That's but, your prop two thing but, right but, there. But larger than that, though, and I think that like this is why maybe that um, super delegates are problematic in the first place, right? Because people see them as the only delegates that can switch their votes, you know, as they see fit. Mm-hmm. And now in this case, like you said, they they were trying to be equitable and you know make those votes such, but like. What if there just were no super delegates and like you just split the state up based on the vote and that's how the delegates go and there yeah. aren't people that can change their vote because like you're committed to this thing based on the percentage. The, prob- the, the problem with getting rid of super delegates is super delegates are your state party chair, vice chair, DNC committee man, DNC committee woman, federal elected officials. If we had a statewide, uh, you know, governor, they would be a super delegate. Here's the problem: is if I were to run for that Bernie Sanders delegate spot. You know, I, I'm pretty well known in northern Utah that I won that race, you know, pretty well. But if I had to run against Ben McAdams or a governor or the state party chair, that disenfranchises my likelihood of being elected a delegate. So you get all these delegate spots that are typically given to average Joe volunteers they're being given to these higher ups, the you know Ben McAdams, Peter Croons, the Wayne Hollins, you know. So so there is there is a place for the super delegates. Now maybe they don't have as much power as they should. Maybe that's the solution. But to get rid of the super delegates, all you're going to be doing is filling up those 39 delegate spots with the influential you know power people, and it's going to kick out the potential average Joe college students that were able to go. See, and I, I like I partly reject that because, like you're saying, like I get what you're saying. You like you don't want to displace like the average person, but then why does the super delegate get the opportunity to vote whichever way they want? Like that's that's the problematic piece, right? And that's and that's the issue that folks had was that they could they could go however they wanted, right? And and they fixated on that that one aspect. So maybe you're right. Like maybe that that particular piece needs to go away, and maybe the structure is fine, you know, because that way it doesn't take away from the average Joe. You know, like you're able to go as a you know, as a 22-year-old man, young man? 24. 24-year-old young man or to no, go... Not 22, yeah. Yeah, to, you know, to go to Philadelphia. You know what I mean? Which is, which is a good thing, right? And so I get that, but, like, I think that that's the piece that maybe needs to go away then because that's the piece that folks were most annoyed with was that you could change your vote, and that's annoying. But isn't there something that... Shouldn't the voters have somewhat of an obligation to have a h- higher understanding... Uh, uh, the nope. process. Nope. I mean, it's, it's voters it's, higher understanding. No, nope. it's it's the exact same thing as Prop nope. Two. No, because they they vote for Prop Two and then they get so pissed off at the process of you know the state legislature being able to you know tweak it. Yeah. Well, that was the process from the you know founding of this state. Yeah. Right. So so don't so don't pretend lawmakers. like you know like they've changed the rules mm-hmm. at the last you know at the eleventh hour. That was the rules the whole time. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. why you needed elect Dina Froer and House District 8 rather than just mark Prop 2 and say, well, I don't care about the others. Right. So, I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying on, you know, the Prop 2 stuff where it's like, yeah, if you if you truly want to make change in the state, you can't just show up and vote for propositions and not vote for the people that can actually make the change. 
you have to continue, you know, to vote for the people that are because if you're gonna vote for Prop Two and then vote for Republicans or not vote at all, it, it doesn't make any sense. Well, but it's not. But just that. here's what I'm saying though, Sorry, because you said earlier that it's not the party's job to educate folks, right? Like, how how are they supposed to educate all these new voters? So what you're telling me is voters need to know themselves what the process is. Yeah. It's not the party's job to educate them. Like that's just wrong. That just seems, feels super lazy. Sorry. Maybe maybe what I should say is that voters shouldn't be buying into the conspiracy theories they're seeing on Facebook or you know hearing. But why, what why can't why can't it CNN. just be you know what we messed up we did we did a bad thing we probably should work on that. Right, like I, I, I don't, I don't get, I didn't get any of that from from that from that election, right? That, like, I came into this whole podcast thinking Utah Democrats are the worst Democrats ever because there's <laughs> because you don't hear from them, we don't fucking know anything. Like, I was when we were talking about running and stuff, I was like, well, why don't we just run as Republicans and get on the ballot and do it that way because. They seem to have their shit together, but we don't have anything together here. But that's part, of, like, that's part of the problem. I get it. Like, it's I, I now understand these things, and I'm getting, uh, I, I'm holding myself personally accountable to know about this stuff. But like, for the state party to just be like, well, you should fucking know this stuff already. Like, no, 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 that's not okay. I mean, I, I, I don't think it's necessarily saying you know you should already know this stuff. It's just you know if you're upset about it talk to us and we're we're happy to explain it now i i think there was a lack of lack of communication at the at the national level and i agree with don i think the national message and the hatred of the national party kind of took over the hate of the state party a little bit but um i mean you know and and, and i think the national party has started to make you know um ways where you know to try to fix these wrongs you know uh, well and i got a super sorry go ahead sorry but like there's this real pet peeve of mine that so let's take hillary and bernie hillary has all of these supporters who are involved in the process who understand party constitutions who understand how party politics works and they're the people that are involved in doing it meanwhile bernie people all got involved that year had no idea how anything worked and so they all thought they were getting gypped when it was just, you know, Hillary's people knew how to follow the rules more. Yeah. And the these new people come in and they say, well, this is how it, it should work and this is how my voice should be heard. And that's just not how it works. They should take the time to learn the processes before they complain about the processes not working for them. So, I mean, I think that's a fair criticism, right? Because that definitely did happen at the state convention later that year where there were, you know, some folks that were trying to, you know, there was like an insurgency trying to take things over. And I think that that's why like that, that, that is kind of the point of this podcast is that folks would be more involved, that they would understand how those things work, you yeah. know, cause like, cause right. I was a Sanders guy in 16, but you know, I, I wanted to stay involved because you're right. Like my guy ultimately loses the nomination. And so like, but I'm not going to be the guy that's just going to leave and be like, okay, we didn't understand the rules there. So let's go and understand those rules right. and, and hopefully, but, not everybody's gonna think of it the way that I yeah. do, and so I get what you're saying. And, and no, I feel like those are your prop two voters that were just like, you know what, fuck all this other stuff. 
I'm gonna vote for Prop Two. Well, and but that's honestly, it because I don't know any. I don't know anything. That's why they get written off. Oscar and I spent three cycles trying to recruit candidates. I was totally on board with this. We have to go progressive, progressive. And the Bernie primary pushed me in that direction more. And I said, we have got to go progressive. But every time, the progressives let me down. They didn't show up. I would yeah. recruit some progressive person, and they would get no more votes than any other person. The progressives just wouldn't show up. And you would get these more moderate party establishment people who have been in the party for yeah decades showing yeah. up to knock doors. Because if up you're going to gonna appeal calls. to the progressives, you're going to alienate some of your moderates. It's just what's going to happen. And so progressives want to yeah. say, if you just would come and, and say our message, you would win. But no, I would still get 35% because I would just be missing those other people. Right, and I think that, like, because I definitely heard a lot of that, you know, in, in 16 about, like, well, if, if the party would just go progressive, you know, like, they would just crush it. But, right. you know, they the, commit. Right, like, right. but, like, but at the same time, I would say, yeah, well, like, look at how, you know, the Mike Lee and Misty K. Snow race went. Misty K. Snow was very progressive, very right. progressive statewide candidate. And she it, got crushed. Yeah, got, and, and, it, and she got national and international. Right. Yeah, news, news, news media. Yeah, and, and it just did not go well. And so that's where, like, I, I'm with John. Like, I definitely softened in that position after seeing how that, that race turned out. Where it was like, yeah, that's not the magic bullet. Yeah. Like, it's not the thing that's going to solve all of our ills. Um, it's not yet. Or... We're not ready for that yet. No. Right. I, if, 20 years if, from if now, progressives I feel would like be more reliable, if win. they would be better about engaging their friends in the system, like, I I still think there are enough progressives out there, but I don't no, they're think they're sure. engaged enough. Right. I don't think that they're talking to their friends, making sure their friends are voting, all that shit. And that's why I say pinky up for Ocasio-Cortez. For standing oh, up on climate change. <laughs> Is that where we were at? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cut everything there <laughs> up until right when you just. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was a lot. That was a great discussion. That was really good. That was really good. You better not cut that. Yeah. That oh, that, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that that's the kind of stuff that you you, know, you throw in the uh, the bonus pod, right? Yeah. Like that whole conversation. Exactly. Patreon. Yeah, but uh, I got, I got pinky up. So yesterday was May twelfth. Uh, I got made fun of this today on social media a little bit, but as you guys know, I'm a huge fan of David Eccles, and the reason <laughs> that I'm a huge fan of David Eccles is because so weird. Here's why: because I think that maybe the reason I got made fun of on social is because I didn't explain this super well. Like Colby, <laughs> why do you care about a guy? So yesterday was his birthday. He turned he would have turned 170 years old, right? He was born in 1849. Why do you care about David Eccles, Colby, the first multi-millionaire in Utah? And the reason is this: if you read the biography by Leonard J. Arrington about David Eccles' life. His family is super poor in Scotland. Like, he's, his father is blind. He makes stuff out of wood. And then David takes that stuff over to Glasgow. He's, he's from Paisley. And he takes it over to Glasgow and he sells it. Well, eventually they get, you know, they're, they're, they're broke, right? They get money from the church to immigrate to the United States. And they come to Utah. And he just hustles, like, his entire life until he gets rich. Like, the guy just what did he do? What, what did he do? What was it the business that he did, that he uh, was over that got him the most? In the U.S.? So, I mean, he really starts to make his money off of lumber, right? Like... Okay, yeah. I, I, thought you, I remember you telling me this story, but I couldn't remember yeah, what yeah, it was. Yeah. There's a statue at the state capitol to tell you all about him. Yeah, and so, like, you know, he starts out with the lumber thing. Didn't and he exploit the Chinese, though? I wouldn't be surprised. And so that's why, like, I've had to kind of like come to grips with that. Like you I don't build a railroad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, he didn't build. He didn't build that railroad. He didn't build. You know the one that we just celebrated. You know. In fact, that's one of the reasons why he was actually living in Oregon. And then once they they build the transcontinental road, they say, 
hey, you should come back to Utah now because now there's this industry because he was coming from a context of, you know, Paisley, Glasgow, you know, like this is, you know, one of the industrial capitals of the world. They come to a place like Utah. There's just, it's just not there, right? Like you, you don't have those kind of industries here. You know, you got to go out there and grow your food and they weren't super great at that. But the reason that I admire him is because he works really hard. He hustles hard and, you know, he, he, it paid off for him and I admire him. But, you know, at the same time, this guy was a big, you know, lumber guy and undoubtedly he deforested, you know, countless areas. <laughs> and so the, impi- the environmental impact of that is probably massive, right? So there are definitely like, it's not all, you know, I think he pushed a lot of like, all right, so I need to rewind a little bit on your story. Did you say his father was blind and he sold art? No, no, no. It, they were, he would make um, like wooden spoons and stuff like that. Blind. Yeah. And then he'd be like, hey, like, my dad made this and he's blind. And yeah, and so he would take those over to Glasgow and he would sell the spoon, right? To he'd sell the spoon. To people. Yeah, blind man spoon. You're telling me you wouldn't buy a spoon made by a blind man? I it would. just seems weird back <laughs> then. Yeah, like, like, like 1860, people were like, oh, damn, that's amazing. I'm going to spend some of my this. hard-earned money on that. What matters like, more about a spoon, the way it looks or the way it feels? So wait, he made money <laughs> off of artisan spoons? Yeah, that's how they. That's how their funny their family ate in in Glasgow. And the thing is, like, it's not like necessarily art. Like, his you should <laughs> shut down his father. Zone. It, it isn't. Yeah, exactly. what am I doing? I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> artisan fucking spoons. But like, I would say this. Like, it, at the time, like, it wasn't artisan spoons. Like, it was just a spoon. Like his his father was able to make the spoon such that like it was they functional. made normal spoons so yeah. good. Oh. Normal spoons. So he did. So he just said he was just making spoons and selling. He wasn't like, hey, I got my dad's blind. Look at this. No, he like, like, you know how sometimes you about eat, like yeah. cereal with like the big spoon is too big. <laughs> the big spoon too big for cereal. Come on, <laughs> is there such a thing? Dan? I don't even know why we have the big spoons. I don't get it. I hate the big spoons for uh, cereal. What? Yeah. No, I she do the little spoon. No, you were telling me earlier how you put all that big spoon, spoon. in your mouth. You want a little yeah, spoon for like cereal? <laughs> I don't understand you at all. Yeah, well, no, I hey, look, I'm I'm all about the big spoon for the, the cereal, right? But sure you are. You're a man of luxury. Like <laughs> man of luxury. <laughs> it's true. Dan's living in 2030. <laughs> <laughs> he likes a spoon in his ass. <laughs> oh my god, that's me. Told so you, he's that guy. David so, Eccles. Yep. So that's my pinkies <laughs> up to David Eccles, whose birthday was <laughs> yesterday. The guy, the guy inspires me. And that's it. All well, right. Anybody else? I think we've got thumbs up, everybody, right? Thumbs down. I pinkies up, thumbs down. Pinkies up to you guys. This is a great podcast. I'm 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 just trying to get a gig where I'm next yeah the next one you get a free oh you don't drink beer but nope i'll give you a root beer though bowl of cereal with, a big, with, with spoon. a big spoon with a big spoon Dang. next week you get your first next time you get your first beer yeah <laughs> <laughs> and there's a jacket for three timers what's on the community calendar so upcoming for the community calendar we have a few things um so the house democrats are are holding these town halls all across the state because the state legislature is going to be taking up tax reform. It was a contentious issue in the in the legislative session, not something that they were able to put together in that you know short 45-day period. So they'll go in a special session coming up sometime this year. So House Democrats are holding a 
tax reform town hall here in Ogden. It'll be on Tuesday, uh, May 21st, 6.30 at the main library downtown in Salt Lake. I mean, sorry, downtown in Ogden. And you'll get the opportunity. Oh, man. Uh, well, so many of them have been in Salt Lake already. That that's where my mind went. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you'll have a chance to come and ask questions, you know, voice your concerns about tax reform to the House Democrats. So that's one. Well, let me just say, if you want these guys to keep coming up to Ogden, why don't you show up to this thing so they think it's worth their while? It's true. Just I mean, a thought. Ogden needs to show up. <laughs> Are we going to be there? Uh, Tuesday after work. Oh, I can't be there. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, what are you doing? When is this thing happening again? Tuesday, May 21st, 6 p.m. I wasn't fucking moving. 6.30. Oh, my God. Of course you weren't listening. Can we stretch this out another half hour? He's like, I'll listen to this on the podcast. I can't. I can't make it. Maybe maybe you guys could interview Brian King, Lou Shirtliff. We'll have some great... That's uh, a good idea. I'm down to interview those folks. Brian King is a funny man. Yeah, he's been doing uh, Blue Wave Radio. They took over Red Meat Radio this last week. Oh, really? Joel Briscoe, yeah. They were talking to all the Salt Lake City uh, mayor candidates. Huh. Um, next event is going to be, uh, there's a HB 411 and uh, recycling in Ogden. So it's going to talk about, uh, I guess there's a, there's a sustainability commission here in Ogden now. And so there's going to be an event down at uh, the Lighthouse. That event will be on. <laughs> Sorry, I lost it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You got to kidding me, John. I only wrote down HB 411, Recycling in Ogden. Recycling in Ogden. Um, this one thing that really does annoy me about this city is that we don't have a coherent sustainability plan. Uh, if we're going to be an outdoor rec capital, uh, we should invest in those kinds of things. Yeah, we should have better public transit, better public recycling. Like, we should have a plan. Mine. That will be on Monday, May 20th, 6.30 at the Lighthouse. So, come down, talk to those folks about recycling in Ogden and have a good time. Have a good hey, have you know, oh, Lighthouse has good food. Uh, last thing on the calendar. Last thing on the calendar. So this is coming up a couple weeks. End of the month. Yeah, May 28th. So Funkin' Dive is doing these cool things. So it's called Funkin' University uh, Lecture Series. And what they're doing is, I'll be honest, uh, I think that they stole this idea from Sarah Singh and Special Collections. Oh, what she's been doing, Ogden, infamous Ogden on the menu, where they bring in, you know, she talks about Ogden history, well, a- alleged, and so Grounds now for Coffee's been doing the same kind of thing, too. Like, uh, I think a lot of people are just into public education these days. Yeah, yes. well, like, you know, and we, we've got the university here, and so now Funkin' Dive's doing it, too, which is great. I love Funkin' Dive. I think it's a great place. In fact, in uh, 16, they, they hosted a watch party there for the presidential debates. I think I think Lincoln Chafee was still around then. Yeah. And, and uh, Martin O'Malley. Oh, Why? yeah. I watched the Web, yeah. the DNC chair debates. I think at Funkin' Dive. That was that was a Harp and Hound. Oh, it was Harp and Hound. Yeah. Upstairs. That was upstairs, but same yeah. owner. But uh, so they're doing Funkin' University, and this particular one on the twenty eighth will be a good friend of mine, John Silito. He's a former director of the WSU archives. He's a historian. He's a former professor. He's retired now, but he's discussing the five W's and the one H of socialism: who, what, where, when, why, and how. John wrote a. He has a book actually I have at home right now about uh, socialist movements in Utah because if you know anything about the Mormon Church, you know when they first came to Utah, it was pretty socialist, right? Like that was kind of the ideal. And then as the church moved away from that, uh, a lot of folks retained that. And so when socialist movements, you know, started to spring up across the country in the late 19th century, 
they gained a lot of traction in Utah. So John will talk about that. Well, and really, you can you can uh, look him up on YouTube. I found a video of him where he was basically talking about the socialist movements in Utah. Mm-hmm. It was really interesting. Yeah, I mean, like I said, John's a historian, and, and that, that's his area. So that'll be Tuesday, May 28th, 7 p.m. at the Funk and Dive. Oh, we should go. Are you guys going to go? I think I'll go. I work on Tuesdays, man. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna keep I, I got two jobs. Give me a break. <laughs> I'll ride. I'll make sure to ride the scooter up. I'm going to bring your wife, Shane, your That's wife. exactly a week after the tax reform thing. Oh, yep. I guess oh. I'm there then. Yeah. Well, she wants to ride the scooters. They're fun. John, shut up. <laughs> no. How do we end this show? Them. You guys gave me a microphone. <laughs> I know, Shane, Shane's got steak waiting for him in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're five hours Two into steak. this fucking episode. <laughs> Two steaks. Some yeah. other dude has been waiting. Honest to God. <laughs> yeah, she's not the only one. She's Your daughter listens to this podcast? She said she likes You're podcast. You're a podcast liar. I'm not. <laughs> I wish no we could go wake her up right yeah. now so she could tell you she likes the podcast. I love Daddy's podcast. She says that. She doesn't know what she's saying. Yeah. No, she's my kids are she's down in my dumb four-year-old. <laughs> Next week is going to be parenting lessons for oh, God. Yeah. We, we've been talking oh, about the parenting. we need that parenting yeah. episode. We've been talking about the parenting episode for a while, and I just, I don't know if we can, I don't know if this you know what we can take do? the fireworks between <laughs> What we need to do is we need to get <laughs> it's a parent. It's going to be crazy. We'll, no, no, no. we'll have somebody from uh, Weaver State that teaches, right? Yeah. Uh, like that, oh, right? I'd we should that. do that, and oh, then have them that. come out, and good. then we'll also yeah. bring DCFS too, yeah, so that they'll make sure that Shane's kids. Make sure that Shane's kids are know, okay. Dan, Dan you know, just, there'll be some just, home visits over at Shane's house right after the episode. That, so there you go. Dan will turn everything so dirty every time I say something. Like it's, I don't even know if we'll get the episode out. Well, hey, at least he'll do noises like, like. Like he did. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did to you. Oh he goes, Shane. <laughs> dig the hole, Shane. He did not he did. do that to me. No, dude. I, what, what DCFS is going to want to know is how, how clean are Shane's kids' buttholes? I guarantee it. Because Shane I guarantee is, is proud to. to Every like, time you know, my kids get out of the shower, he, he, he's Shane, be like, Shane's Look checking buttholes. Shane's Look checking his clean buttholes. Yeah. <laughs> you can eat off of them. <laughs> you can eat off of them. Well, it just oh shocks me that you don't make your kids wash their assholes. Like it, <laughs> it shocks me. Like I'm like, <laughs> he's like, you could literally put a scoop of ice cream on. <laughs> oh jeez, alamode. Oh, Not even embarrassed oh, a little God. bit. <laughs> don't make Proud it weird. <laughs> don't make it weird. <laughs> Not. Uh, I mean, <laughs> hashtag proud dad. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Dude, please leave, we should do. We should please leave this in. My kids will love proud this dad. Proud dad. <laughs> my, kids will, my kids will leave this. <laughs> leave this in, please. Leave it in. Leave it in. My kids will love this part. They'll be like, yep. Everybody it. else like, will unsubscribe, but you're kid. You're two kids. They'll be yeah, proud. They're going to be fine. You guys ever watch Freddy Got Fingered? Yeah. <laughs> that part was all proud. <laughs> proud. If you want to talk about, or if you want to send us any emails, uh, criticism. If you've got criticisms yeah, or criticism. any comments about the show, uh, you can send us an yeah. email at junctioncitypodcast uh, at gmail.com. Uh, interact with us on Facebook, Insta. Um, we're still five stars Twitter. on, we're still on Apple Podcasts right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rate yeah. us on on Apple Pod or at on the iTunes Store, the Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Spotify, Spotify too. Yeah. If you want to rate us below the a four, yeah, just drive yourself off that fucking cliff right now. 
Yeah, if you're thinking about it, yeah, seriously, just drive off a fucking cliff. <laughs> what? Rating is bad? If you want to rate us below four, five. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. That's no, Sean. don't that, do that. That's Definitely Sean's don't carrot. do that. Or that's Shane's carrot, dude, right <laughs> yeah. there. He's trying to... He's but seriously, that. though, rate us, uh, give us a five-star rating or whatever star ratings they have on those, uh, on each of those. They only have five. Is it? Perhaps yeah. six so stars. Five Maybe they've gone to six oh. now. I don't Maybe know. Maybe there's only three. Please go to 11. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, we need to talk to Ben McAdams, that guy. Yeah, get him, dude. You should talk to him. He's terrific. Our podcast is way better. John has this. <laughs> I know, right? Get off ben his dick already, John. Yeah, I'm, kidding, I'm John, sorry. We got to end this episode. John <laughs> fanboyed him, dude. <laughs> Orton McKay fanboyed him. He's like, I'll do it right now, so too. So, you married? <laughs> oh, wait. We need to put a poll up. How did the, how did the Facebook poll go? I forgot, I forgot to post it. So, did it go well? Would just one listener please interact with us? <laughs> Say For something. hell's sake. I just want to know. Do you? Th- I don't know that they make it this far into the show. I guarantee they People listen. I they're don't. not they listen. pinky deep into this show. <laughs> I mean, that's what they're. Well, that's what they're listening is pinky deep. Yep. They don't go. They, they go don't first knuckle. They're not. They're not a second <laughs> knuckle type <laughs> of listener. <laughs> <laughs> All dude, right, we need to end this, dude. Curl the fuck up, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> no way, dude. That is an inside joke for for the ages, man. <laughs> and I love that it came from the first time we ever sat down and recorded, dude. That's I right. That, like, <laughs> Shane, got legs. Shane's first story ever was about cleaning his yeah. butthole with his finger, man. That was not that was not just how it happened. That's the point of that story. That is not how it went down. But, like... Yeah, that, I guess. That is the first story you <laughs> ever No wonder you look at me weird. That's what you think the story was about. <laughs> Wait a minute. That was your butt? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, like we say every week. All politics is local. <laughs>